this is a great day. I want to say welcome to everyone who is joining us on live stream. Tonight I want to speak to uh, young people. As, as if I was stepping into a time machine and going back to warn myself when I was a young person. And I, I'm uh, not young anymore, you may have noticed. But there are things that I wish I would have uh, done differently when I was young. You can't go back and change the past. All we have is now. But if anyone can learn from the scriptures and from the example of other people, that's a much better way than doing it than, yes. than running into all the pitfalls that if you don't listen to the scriptures. There was a lady named Hannah who was barren and she prayed to the Lord and it was a, a miracle that the Lord allowed her to conceive and she had a baby and she named him Samuel. Mm -hmm. And when he was, it says in 1 Samuel chapter 3, verse 1, the child, the child, Samuel, ministered unto the Lord before Eli. And later the text goes on to recall that as a child, he was in the tabernacle, and he heard from God. God called to him, and he gave him a wonderful prophecy. It was a terrible prophecy against Eli, but Eli had some wicked sons. Yeah, right. And Samuel was a child when he was serving the Lord in the tabernacle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no limitation on how old you have to be to hear from the Lord. Amen. You can be a child and hear from the Lord. In... Uh, Second Chronicles 24, we read about the King Joash. And his, uh, I believe his grandmother was Athaliah, a wicked, mm -hmm. wicked queen who was very ungodly and uh, idolater. And we read in 2 Chronicles 24, verse 1, Joash was seven years old when he began to reign. Mm -hmm. And verse 2, And Joash did that which was right in the sight of the Lord. Mm -hmm. yeah. He's a seven-year-old and yeah. with a lot of responsibility, yeah. I mean, in charge of the whole kingdom. Now, he did have the Jehoiada the priest to help him. Mm -hmm. And it says, All the days of Jehoiada the priest. Well, Jehoiada ended up falling away from the Lord. And it could be that example caused Joash to change. But I'm telling you, a seven-year-old yeah. was the king. Yeah. So there's no limitation on a young person can have responsibilities before God, big responsibilities. Right. We have the example of Josiah. Now, this is in Second yeah. Kings. Second Kings chapter 22, verse 1. Josiah was eight years old when he began to reign. He's eight years old. And he did that which was right in the sight of the Lord. And he walked all the way of David his father and turned not aside to the right hand or to the left. Can you imagine all that responsibility on a young person? There's no limitation on what God can do with a person. Amen. They can be young or old or any age. Mm -hmm. If you're a young person 
and you're following the Lord, I urge you to follow the example of Samuel and Josiah and turn not aside from the Lord. There's godly people that have been put around, and the scriptures tell us to follow their example. But also a young person can be an example to other people, too. We'll get to that later in the text. Let's turn to uh, 1 Samuel chapter 17. Now here we have, we don't know his exact age, but we'll just read what the text says. 1 Samuel chapter 17. Speaking of King David, there was a battle and there was a giant named Goliath who was nine feet six inches tall. And he was tall enough. That, now King Saul was head and shoulders taller than everybody else. But he was afraid of Goliath and the whole army was afraid of Goliath. No one would come out and challenge him. And we read in 1 Samuel 17 verse 14 out of David, out of his son, his father Jesse's sons, David was the youngest. Mm -hmm. So he has three older brothers, the oldest who are in the army, and he sends them to bring him food and to bring back news of the war. Now, in verse... By the way, we read that David was an encouragement to King Saul. Now, Saul is supposed to be the king, but uh, David had to give him encouragement. In verse 32, David said to Saul, Let no man's heart fail... Because of him, thy servant will go and fight with this Philistine. A young person can stand and fight against the forces of wickedness. Now here's what he got back. You would think that Saul would encourage him. But no, he said, Saul said to David, Thou art not able to go against this Philistine to fight with him. For thou art but a youth, and he a man of war from his youth. Uh, Here's a a word I have to say to someone who would discourage a young person. Let no man despise thy youth. We have David, who's a young person. Well, how do you learn to be a warrior from your youth? You start when you're a youth, and then you become a warrior. Let's go on down to verse 42. Now, here's what Goliath, the giant, had to say about David. Verse 42, And when the Philistine looked about and saw David, he disdained him, for he was but a youth, and ready and of fair countess. Mm -hmm. Well, I suppose he changed his tune. Well, he wasn't singing any tune after this, because (laughs) you read further, and without a sword, yeah, there's a giant with heavy, heavy armor, Uh and David just picked up some stones and he put them in a sling and God guided that stone so it hit him right in the forehead and it sunk in and killed him and he cut his head off with Goliath's own sword so let me tell you a young person can come up against the forces of wickedness and win there's no limitation on who God will use now we've come into the kingdom as little children Jesus said suffer the little children to come unto me that's where you start. But you don't stay there. Mm-hmm. You can grow. You can come to... There's nothing stopping anyone of any age to come to Christ. That's right. 
But a young person can come to Christ. You don't have to wait till you're old. Yes. And it's better if you don't wait until you're old. Right. We have the, now we come to, uh, let's turn to Acts chapter 16. And here we read about Paul on his journeys. Then came he to Derby and Lystra, and behold, a certain disciple was there named Timotheus, the son of a certain woman, which was a Jewess, and believed, but his father was a Greek, which was well reported of by the brethren that were in Lystra and Iconium. And so Timothy became Paul's protege. He became a disciple of Paul who was uh, going around preaching, and I'm sure as a young person, Timothy was going around preaching. And how do you learn to preach if you got to start sometime? Why not start when you're young? Yes, yes. And I'm thankful for the opportunity here at Word of Truth Fellowship to let anyone who's filled with the Spirit of God to participate in the Amen. meetings. And, uh, yes. and so I want to speak to all the youth. In the last couple of years, there have been a number of young children who entered into the kingdom and were baptized into Christ mm-hmm. and made a profession of faith. This message is for all of them. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Let no man despise thy youth, Amen. but be thou an example of the believers in word, in conversation, in charity, in spirit, in faith, in purity. Mm-hmm. Now, that's a big, tall order. You can't do that on your own. You have to, have, have to be filled with the Holy Spirit. That's right. And there's a lot of pitfalls on your way as you mm-hmm. grow up in Christ. You... There are enemies who want to steal your faith. There are enemies who despise God. Mm -hmm. Enemies of God. Enemies of Jesus Christ. Enemies of the Word. Mm -hmm. And they will do everything in their power to get you to lose your faith and to deny Christ. Mm -hmm. But here's what I have to say. Let no man despise thy youth. You can be an example to other people as a young person. Now, we have people here in the fellowship and other people that we know that are uh, godly people, Mm -hmm. and we want to follow their faith and their example. But you know, as a young person, you can be an example for other people. They see the way you behave, the way you think, the way you act. Mm -hmm. You can be an example to other people. Now, we have a our ultimate example, now, Jesus Christ in Luke chapter 2. He was only 12, and he went with his parents on a, to a feast in Jerusalem. And he says, Luke chapter 2, verse 42, when he was 12 years old, they went up to Jerusalem after the custom of the feast. Now, he stayed behind. They went back, and they, had to, they lost him in the crowd, and they had to come back and find him. And there he was. Verse 46, it came to pass that after three days, they found him in the temple, sitting in the midst of the doctors, both hearing them and asking questions. And all that heard him were astonished at his understanding and answers. And when they were... When they saw him, they were amazed. As a 12-year-old, Jesus was sitting in amongst the people, 
Yeah. The people with all the professional education in the Word of God. Mm-hmm. And listening to them and asking questions. And they were astonished at his understanding. He knew more than the teachers mm-hmm. at the age of 12. Now, I give to you that, of course, he was also the Son of God, both God and man. But it also says in Philippians 2 that he stripped himself of all the rights and prerogatives of God. That's right. This is a totally different topic, but I don't understand Mm -hmm. uh, two separate, both God and man, Mm -hmm. in one person. Mm -hmm. My mind can't comprehend that, and I'm going to have to accept it by faith until I can explain it to you. I can't explain it. I'm just telling you, at the age of 12, Jesus had understanding that was superior to all the elders of Israel, all the learned people who had been to all the rabbinical schools Mm -hmm. and studied Mm -hmm. the text from... And he knew more than them. As a young person, Mm -hmm. you can know more than the teachers. He hadn't even been anointed yet. (laughs) Now, there are schools that are set up to teach you yeah. Knowledge. Yeah. yeah, yeah, As a young person, you can know more than the professors in those yeah. colleges. That's right. Amen. The key is yes. to follow after the spirit and not after the flesh. Most education is designed for the flesh. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's carnal in nature. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It does not seek after God. It doesn't know God. And you come out of a educational system that's supposed to teach you about God, and you end up needing to know about God. Yeah. It's not true of every person or every uh, professor, I'm, I hope. But let me tell you, as a young person, with the Word of God yeah. and the Spirit of God, uh-huh. you can know more than your teachers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Christ's example is in Luke chapter 2, verse 51 and 52. Uh-huh. Speaking of Jesus, when he da- went down with them, he came to Nazareth and was subject unto them. But his mother kept all these sayings in her heart. And Jesus increased in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and man. That's our example. As a young person, he was in subjection to his parents. That's right. Amen. We're also taught in the scriptures to honor our parents. Now, this has been on my heart. Uh, As a child... I was rebellious to my parents, but I kept it inside. I mean, I was obedient on the outside and rebellious on the inside. And I urge anyone who's a young person, Mm -hmm. if you're going to be obedient to your parents, be obedient in your spirit also, not just in your body. It will cause you a great deal of grief Mm -hmm. if you just pretend to obey and then follow your own thoughts and your own desires on the inside and and then as soon as you get away from your parents then you'll just do whatever you want the the admonition in the scripture is for the the fathers to talk with their children as they sit down at the table as they travel as they come back as they're getting up laying down wherever you go the fathers are to teach the children the children listen to your father Amen. And they have their best interests yes. for you. In Exodus 20, verse 12, 
honor thy father and thy mother, that thy days may be long upon the land of which the Lord thy God giveth thee. Deuteronomy 5.16 Honor thy father and thy mother, as the Lord thy God hath commanded thee, that thy days may be prolonged, and that it may go well with thee in the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. Jesus also taught the same. There's five or six different verses where Jesus affirmed to honor our father and mother. This part of the part of the Ten Commandments. You know the commandments. Do not commit adultery. Do not kill. Do not steal. Do not bear false witness. Mm-hmm. Honor thy father and mother. Right. Well, we see that Jesus was... That's the example that Jesus gave, honoring his father and mother. Amen. And Paul repeated it in Ephesians 6, 2. Honor thy father and mother, which is first. the first commandment with a promise. Uh-huh. The other, prom- other commandments didn't have a promise. That one did. Let's turn to Ephesians chapter 6, verse 1 through 3. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor thy father and mother, which is the first commandment with a promise, that it may be well with thee, and that thou mayest live long on the earth. And, ye fathers, provoke not your children to wrath, but bring them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. Young people, your parents, their purpose in life is to bring you up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. They want to see you raised right. They want you to know God. They want you to have all the blessings of the gospel. And that's what, that's the way God has ordained for the parents to teach the young people. The young people, listen to your parents and obey them. In Colossians chapter 3, verse 20, Children, obey your parents in all things, for this is well-pleasing unto the Lord. Yes, amen. And fathers, provoke not your children to anger, lest they be discouraged. I want to be pleasing to the Lord. Now, my parents are old. Uh, some of you may have parents that have passed on. Some may have parents that are still with us. But the children end up growing up to be the adults, and then they have a new generation of children. Yeah. Well, from one generation to the next generation, and it continues... We want to serve the Lord and to know the Lord and to obey Him in all things. And that's the pattern is to fathers, to teach the children, and children honor and obey your parents. Now we have young Timothy as a young person Mm -hmm. hanging out with Paul who was pretty old. And here's Paul's words. Studied to show thyself approved right. unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. That's Second Timothy two fifteen. If you have some free time, study to show thyself approved unto God. That's right. If you got other things to do, well, I urge you instead of doing those other things, study to show yourself approved to God. Yeah. But that notice it says approved unto God. It's very similar to what it says in Colossians 3.20, Obey your parents in all things, for this is well-pleasing unto the Lord. Well-pleasing. Now, in the spiritual world, there are children and fathers. There are fathers here in this congregation. Mm -hmm. As spiritual children, we listen to our fathers. And the fathers are there to admonish and nurture and raise the children in the Lord. Mm -hmm. Paul said there's not many fathers. Well, if you can recognize someone who is a spiritual father, 
then you want to honor and respect and obey them. And this is off topic a little bit, but in when the, in the way the church is set up, there are set up people who are recognized by God and by the Holy Spirit, full of the Holy Ghost uh-huh. and full of the Word of God, who are elders. And we're supposed to follow their faith. Yes, follow their faith. As a young person, if you can recognize those people who are spiritual fathers, I encourage you to give them the same honor and respect. Mm-hmm. Here's another admonition from the Apostle Paul. This is in 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 22. Flee also youthful lusts, yes, but follow righteousness, faith, charity, peace yeah. with them that call on the Lord out of a pure heart. Yeah. If you can listen to and follow this verse right here, it'll save you from a world of hurt. Amen. That's right. Flee youthful lusts. Mm-hmm. I wish I had done that one as a child. Mm-hmm. I'm doing it as an adult, but yeah. mm-hmm. think how my life would be different. Yeah. But if you want to serve the Lord out of a pure heart in righteousness, faith, charity, and peace, here's what I have to say to you. Let no man despise thy youth. Now, Paul wrote to the Corinthians in 1 Corinthians 16. He was going to send Timothy to them. Well, as you know, the people in Corinth were pretty contentious. And he told them that if Timotheus come, see that he may be with you without fear, for he worketh the work of the Lord, as I also do. Mm-hmm. Let no man therefore despise him. First Corinthians 16, 10 and 11. So if you see a young person who is serving the Lord, don't despise him, but be an encouragement. Amen. Jesus said, take heed that you despise not one of these little ones. Mm-hmm. For I say unto you that in heaven their angels do always behold the face of my Father which is in heaven. If there's a, a young person who's serving the Lord, be an encouragement to them. Yes. Amen. Don't despise them. Amen. They have something very valuable to offer. And you might say, well, they could do it better or... Don't despise a young person who's serving the Lord. Mm-hmm. It says that a young person can be an example of the believers. That's a, That's right. a pattern. Good works. A type. Someone that someone else can follow. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be a follower of other people. You can be a leader of other people as a young person. Yes. Amen. In Philippians chapter 3, verse 17, Paul says, Brethren, be followers together of me, and mark them which walk, so as ye have us for an example. If you see someone who's godly, follow their example. It doesn't matter how old they are. If they're a young person and they're following the Lord, follow their example. And young people, be an example for other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Titus chapter 2, verse 7, In all things, showing thyself a pattern 
of good works in doctrine showing uncorruptness, gravity, and sincerity. In 1 Peter, Peter's talking to those people who are fathers in the faith, the elders. He says, neither as being lords over God's heritage, but being examples to the flock. The fathers in the faith are to be examples to everyone else. A young person can aspire to be an elder. That's That's a good desire to have. And if you're young and you have that desire, pursue that desire to serve the Lord and be an example to other people. It says to be an example of the believers in word, in conversation, in charity, in spirit, in faith, in purity. If you have been given an opportunity for ministry, just like Paul told Timothy, I charge thee before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall judge the quick and the dead at his appearing in his kingdom. Preach the word. Yes, yeah. Be instant, in season, out of season. Reprove, rebuke, exhort with all long-suffering and doctrine. If you've been given a ministry, I urge you to fulfill it. Amen. You can do that as a young person. Mm-hmm. You don't have to wait till you're older. That's right. People will say, well, this is a promising person. We'll send them off to a college and they'll learn how to uh, let's th- rethink that. Why don't we start now when they're a young person, That's right. raise them up in the, in the fellowship, yeah. in the congregation, mm-hmm. through the participation. You can learn more than your teachers and yeah. have more understanding than the doctors. And how do you learn to preach? You start when you're young. Mm-hmm. I encourage that. Amen. It says to be an example of the believers in word, in conversation. Yeah. The conversation is not, well, of course, you want to not say ungodly things and uh, mm-hmm. to not participate in coarse jesting and, yes. and uh, mocking mm-hmm. and scoffing and things like that. But the, this is talking about the way you live your life, yes. your behavior. Mm-hmm. Other people can watch and see how you live. Mm-hmm. And if, if a person has uh, hidden things in their life, Mm -hmm. eventually it comes out. You can't hide it forever. And you can hide it for a while. Mm -hmm. But if if you're changed inside, then that will come out too. And you can be an example to all the other believers. We have a conversation. Before a person becomes a Christian, there's a conversation. The, the way you used to live, the old man. Mm-hmm. Scripture says it's full of deceitful lusts. Yeah. But now we have a new conversation, a new way of life. Yeah. Following Christ, who is our example, following a pattern of good behavior, good works, charity towards all. James says, Who is a wise man? And endued with knowledge among you, let him show out of a good conversation the, his works with meekness of wisdom. As a young person, you can be a wise man. As a young person, you can be filled with the knowledge of God. As a young person, you can show your good conversation with your good works. The way you live, yes. 
First Peter chapter 2, verse 12, having your conversation honest among the Gentiles. Yes. If you just purpose in your heart to be honest as a young person, that will be such a blessing to you you can't imagine. If you allow falsehood and hypocrisy to creep in, it's very hard to get those out. Mm-hmm. Praise God, Jesus Christ can. Amen. But if you can live with your way of life honest, well, that's the thing to think about. As a young person, you can, you can do that. 1 Peter 3.16, having a good conscience. There are a lot of enemies against you in this world. It seems like the entire, the entire world is out to steal your conscience, to steal your purity, yeah. to steal your faith, to make you just as corrupt as they are. Well, here's what I have to say. Let no man yeah. despise thy youth, Amen. but be thou an example of the believers in word, in conversation, in charity, in spirit, in faith, in purity. Yes. As a young person, you can be filled with the Spirit of God. Amen. You can let the Spirit of God control everything you do and everything you think and everything you say. Amen. If you start when you're young, mm-hmm. it'll be much easier. Yeah. I can't tell you how to do that because I didn't do that. Mm-hmm. But I urge you, now I'm living by faith, following the Spirit of God. And you can, if you start to do that when you're young, yeah. just imagine how your life will end up yeah. as a blessing to God and to other people. It says to be an example in charity. Well, that would be talking about godly love. Also doing, of course, charitable deeds. You know, Jesus was the example. Of going, He went around doing good. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of things that are, uh, a lot of ministries that are set up to feed the poor, mm-hmm. to give clothing to people, to uh, provide housing. And those are all good things. But charity starts with the household of God. And charity is associated with, uh, with grace. It is, it's, a, it's not just the love that people would say. The, it's a different type of love than what the world would say would define love as. It's, it's completely associated with the grace of God. Yeah. And there's a description of charity in 1 Corinthians chapter 13. Mm-hmm. Charity severeth long and is kind. Charity envieth not. Charity vaunteth not itself. Amen. Is not puffed up. Does not behave itself unseemly. Seeketh not her own. Is not easily provoked. Thinketh no evil. Rejoiceth not in iniquity, but rejoiceth in the truth. Beareth all things. Believeth all things. Hopeth all things. Endureth all things. Charity never faileth. I urge you, as a young person, Mm -hmm. to be an example to the brethren and to all people in charity. Mm -hmm. Jesus said, By this all men shall know that you are my disciples, if you have love one to another. John 13, 35. Mm -hmm. Jesus said, As the Father has loved me, so I have loved you. Continue ye in my love. Continue. You can start that as a young person. You don't have to be old before you can follow Christ's example of love.
as a young person, you can be filled with the Spirit of God. You can have that earnest desire to follow God no matter what it takes. You can be you can be zealous for the Lord. You can, can, you can control your spirit. You have a spirit inside you. And when, you, when you're born again, your spirit joins with the spirit of God. But the, you can be a spiritual man as a young person. Yeah. Paul wrote to Timothy, For God hath not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Talking about being filled with the Spirit, that's a qualification for being an elder or a deacon. We read in uh, Acts 6 about those that were chosen to, uh, to serve the, the widows who were needing assistance. And one of the qualifications, they had to be full of honest report, full of the Holy Ghost, and wisdom. As a young person, you can be of honest report, full of the Holy Ghost, and full of wisdom. We have plenty of examples in the scripture and plenty of examples in life to follow. Mm-hmm. You can make a determination that God will give you the grace and the ability to be of honest report and full of wisdom. We have the, the scripture talks about Barnabas and Stephen both being full of the Holy Ghost and full of faith. You can be an example to believers in how you live your life, yeah, in right. charity, in spirit, in, in faith. Yes, amen. We've had a number of sermons and lessons on faith. Basically, it's putting your complete trust in the hands of God yes. and following Him, believing that He's going to take care of you, amen. and trusting that Jesus Christ will save you from your sins and keep all the promises He's made to you. And as a young person, you can believe those and act on the, the belief. You can receive all of the blessings of God as a young person. You don't have to wait till you're old. Yeah. A couple of years ago, there was a renewal, and Brother Given spoke on the blessings of the gospel, the fullness of the blessing. I urge you all to listen to that. But if you can search out in the scriptures the blessings that we have in Christ, mm-hmm. Because he died to take away our sins. Yes. He was buried in the tomb and he rose again. That's the core of the gospel. Mm-hmm. Everything else hinges on that. Mm-hmm. Of course, if you choose to live your life in a certain way financially and uh, you know, take care of business, and uh, of course we have blessings of uh, sunshine and rain like we had today. Yeah. We have blessings of uh, food and shelter and raiment. But I'm talking about spiritual blessings that will survive. This world is headed for a cataclysmic destruction. And people scoff and say, well, it hasn't happened yet, so it'll never happen. Well, I'm telling you, there are two or three things that are inevitable. Mm -hmm. One is, at some point, you're going to die. And then it doesn't matter what you did in this life. If you didn't have faith in Christ and follow him in obedience... Well, uh, I would not want to be in your shoes at the judgment. The second thing is there's going to be a judgment. And Jesus Christ is the judge sitting on the throne, and he'll judge every man according to the books, whether their name is written in in the Lamb's Book of Life. You'll be judged on your works. 
And the third thing is the destruction of the world. And so if you're uh, focused on this world, mm-hmm. it's all going to burn up and it won't last. Yeah. We're looking yeah. for spiritual blessings that will go through all of those things yeah. and continue on through all eternity. Mm-hmm. But you don't have to wait to be old to live by faith. Yeah. And there are many examples in Scripture, and you can hear in the assembly the testimonies of people who have had uh, living by faith. I urge you to be an example of others in your faith. And lastly, in be an example in purity. This is a clean living, chastity, a purity of life. If you have a clean conscience, I urge you to live your life in such a way that you keep it clean. Now, you're not going to be able to. Uh, as, a, uh, as part of the human race, there's sin that entered into the world through Adam. Of your own accord, you can't keep your conscience clean. You're going to end up, if you're apart from Christ, you probably have a defiled conscience. But you can get it clean. But this world is full of all kinds of... Uh, immoral, disgusting things, the media, the entertainment, the educational system, business, advertising, it's all based on appeal to sin, appeal to flesh. You can't sell anything unless it involves uh, improper advertising. All these things are against you to try to make it so that you become unclean just like the rest of the world. But if you can maintain an innocent, innocent mind, that would be such a blessing to you, you can't imagine. In 1 Timothy chapter 5, Paul gives another admonition to Timothy. He says, 1 Timothy 5 1, rebuke not an elder. But entreat him as a father, and the younger men as brethren, the elder women as mothers, the younger as sisters with all purity. Purity is the way of life, the way you treat people in the family of God. Amen. The fellow believers are a part of your family, and we treat them with all purity. There's no way you'll be able to do that without the power of God living, uh, the Spirit of God living in you, the Word of God in your mind and in your heart. I leave you with this scripture Philippians 4 8. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, Whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, Mm -hmm. and if there be any praise, think on these things. If you can control what goes into your mind Mm -hmm. through your eyes and ears, and you can think on things that are true and honest and pure and holy and good, you can do that as a young person. You don't have to wait to be old to start thinking... Amen. With the mind of Christ. Amen. Set your mind on things above where yeah. Christ is. Amen.
That's how you live a life of purity. You start with the mind. You keep things out that shouldn't be in there, and if there are things that do get in there, you get it cleaned out. Amen. Jesus Christ can give you a clean conscience, and Jesus Christ can give you the power to do this. I'll, my encouragement to all the young people, let no man despise thy youth, Amen. but be thou an example of the believers yes. in word, in conversation, in charity, in spirit, in faith, in purity. Amen. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen.